Welcome to Crushing on Callisto 6, a limited run podcast fangirling over a limited run RPG on Project Alpha, plus sometimes craft talk inspired from the show. I'm Darcy, I'm also known as Slightly Foxed on all the socials in one form or another. This episode is recorded after the release of issue number eight, and it may contain spoilers. I made it. Um, I got in, I got uh, episode number eight, or issue number eight watched before uh, issue number nine came out this Friday. Um, I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, My daughter, uh, the other part is my daughter um, has started wanting to watch this show. Um, uh, What happened is, okay, so it it airs live um, Pacific time, at 4 p.m., which my time is 6 p.m., so right around dinner time. Um, and so sometimes, you know, we want to go out to eat, so I have been known to, to stream it in my car and have it um, plugged into the speakers. And the nice thing about it is I don't really have to look at everybody, even though you all are super attractive, but um, I can just listen. And it was one of those times where my daughter caught part of it she was very curious about it and so later on um I guess it was early on earlier on maybe this week or last week she said I want to find out about the superhero show and she started asking questions like um she well what are their code names and I said well I don't really have code names right now and then she asked uh well what are their powers I'm like well this is an origin story I'm not going to tell you so we've started watching it um kind of like right before she falls asleep is to kind of get her relaxed problem is we're still on episode one and we may be 15 minutes in because she keeps falling asleep so we'll have to figure out a time to start earlier or um, just a chunk of time that we can do it together so that's kind of exciting about that Um, this issue I actually I did something very similar I had to do a branch visit to a branch that was basically an hour from my office and then an hour from that branch to my home so in houston we call that a commute um that's you know (laughs) the size of my city is basically the size of size of rhode island actually i think it's bigger maybe connecticut anyhow um so long drives are not surprising but i was able to uh stream it and also have the gps on at the same time i was kind of proud and again it's like it's um I could glance over, but most of the time it was nice to just be able to listen to it. Um, As a result, because I was driving, a lot of times I will tweet some of my random thoughts as I watch. And so I'm kind of, instead of tweeting them, this episode is going to be a collection of my absolute random thoughts while watching issue number eight. So part of this episode is traveling to... um, the station in the Catalina Islands. Now, I am a California native, but I'm a Northern California native. So um, I, st- I kind of have to still look at maps with this particular show. And I confess, anytime I hear the Catalina Islands, the first thing that comes to mind is <laughs> the Mystery Science Theater 3000 cover of Catalina Caper. Um, so they mentioned, we're going to go to this station. And I, and I instantly start singing, never. T- never steal anything wet um 
If you have not watched that episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000 or you're not familiar with MST3K, go watch it. Um, and kids, Tommy Kirk used to be a big deal. Uh, watch any live action Disney movie from the 60s and you may also see um, Kurt Russell as well. Okay, so when they did the role um, with the sea lions, I have to confess, sea lions are, are one of those things that mean home to me. Um, okay, I know that they're big buttholes, um, and I know that they have this bark, the oh, 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 that's just like, it's like, uh, it's as annoying and as unending as an ignored car alarm, but... Um, but, you know, seeing them in San Francisco Bay and Monterey Bay, it's just one of those things they kind of, the sunning themselves, they just kind of mean home to me. They're kind of like, you know, puppy mermaids. So I love them. Okay, while I was driving, um, another kind of atmospheric thing that came up is... Um, I was driving up to Kingwood uh, near the Humble area, which is north of Houston, and it's a very wooded area. I know a lot of people don't think of Texas as being very green, but you have to remember that we're huge, and there's a lot of um, ecosystems throughout the state, and um, Houston tends to be a little subtropical and very, very green, and I've even been told it's a different color of green, and I kind of agree, but anyway, um, as I was driving through, it was kind of a forested, wooded area, and um, the, so the light was changing. It was late afternoon, and the light was coming down through the dappled trees, and changing color in a way that kind of reminded me of going underwater, so it was kind of a great atmosphere to be listening to all this. Okay, when they talked about going onto the station and that um, putrid smell that kind of permeated everything that just made and made the inside of your mouth taste bad, um, the first thing that came to mind was cleaning up some library branches after Hurricane Harvey. Um, it's hard to describe what it's like when the um, when the carpets are soaked and um, you think mold is might be setting in and it, it truly does permeate and um, I wore masks a lot when I was doing a lot of that cleanup and it because it was just um, it, it did it permeated and yeah breathing it in it's like it infects all of your taste buds and it's pretty gross so yay mold that's what I mean by living in a subtropical area. Oh my gosh, sweet baby is the best. I I love every time Eric does sweet baby. And now we are starting to see a personality. So it just kind of like makes me think of the sweet baby comedy hour with special guests Santana and Paul Lind. What? Oh, Paul Lind is dead? Okay, so who do we know? Oh, and the kids wouldn't know who he was. Uh, you know what? They could they could look it up on YouTube for, like, um, uh, Hollywood Squares or, or that really bad Halloween special with Kiss. Oh, but he is dead, so... Okay, so what other ubiquitous star can we get? Oh, I know. 
the Sweet Baby Comedy Hour with special guest Santana and Xander Genre. Did I just compare Xander to Paul Lind? I think he'd be okay with it. Okay, so Sweet Baby may be the best, but those mutant monsters, ugh, they're the worst. I mean, okay, so they were bad enough with the description, but then Eric goes on to describe them like a canvas where the artist kept throwing on paint just to see what happened. That's a little too close to home, dude. Gross. Us without our heavy hitters. Where's Cass when you need her? Okay, so speaking of the ubiquitous Xander, and there isn't a show where Xander isn't on these days. Um, but I do love you. Uh, well, you know that. And, and I want to see pictures of the thing I sent you. Um, but his Zach, we don't really know much about Zach yet. I'm wondering if this is going to become Callisto Set. Seven, and um, with his code name Cobalt. So at least circling round, so uh, circling round being a nice bookend to the beginning. Um, at least I can tell my daughter that there's one person with a code name, um, and with a really cool code name. So because I know she's going to start drawing people, and if she does, I'm definitely going to submit that to the fan art and with her notes. So I think that wraps up my um, random thoughts. This was kind of a, it's kind of a short kind of um, listicle kind of episode. And <laughs> I hope you got something out of it. Um, but as always, thank you so much for listening. Um, we're going to be facing that big bad this week and hopefully it won't eat them, destroy them. We don't know. <sighs> hurt them at least. We don't want we don't want Big Bad to hurt them before we find out what is Callisto 6 anyway. Love you guys. Stay foxy.